0: everyone, welcome back to capes and Japes once again. I hope everyone's having just a, just a a real great time out there wherever you are, whatever you're doing uh right now what you're doing is listening to us talk about comic books
1: yep yep that that is a good description of our podcast that is that
0: is just what we ding dang do um so we talked about Shang-Chi a little while... We've we've been talking a lot about things that are or might be in upcoming Marvel things, because they're putting a lot of stuff out there uh, at the tail end of 2021. We talked about Shang-Chi. Uh, we talked about Mephisto, who may or may not be in Spider-Man 3. Um... And we are also, uh, we got to talk about the Eternals, uh, who have a movie coming out. You know, those, those guys that, those guys that everyone loves and knows about, um... For
1: sure. Definitely know about these guys.
0: Yeah. Uh, listen, I had, I feel like I say this during a lot of episodes, Um, but I had to read a lot of lore that I didn't really know before, and it made my brain hurt. So this might be a weird one, but I'm gonna try my best to correctly convey this in a way that will be understandable to anyone else. And I might fail on both fronts, but, you know, who's who's to say? Uh, so... The Eternals, as you could probably guess, are creation of Jack Kirby.
1: <laughs> hmm, really. Interesting.
0: Yeah. Uh so in the 60s, uh, Jack Kirby was sort of Stanley's creative partner at Marvel. They co-created a lot of very well-known things together. Um, he was unhappy with how he was uh treated. By Marvel and by Stanley, he felt like Stan Lee was taking a lot of credit for ideas that, you know, Kirby had come up with, or that, like, both of them had come up with together, and then Stan Lee was like, I invented this. Um, <laughs> so he left Marvel and started working at DC, uh, who were like, yeah, absolutely do whatever you want, uh, you are, you have done so many famous comics, you're an extremely well-known name, just, just go, go Buckwild, which is what led to the creation of, uh, the New Gods, who we've, uh, discussed on this show before, uh, feel free to go and listen to our, uh, New Gods, episodes. Um, and then New Gods, uh, despite having Jack Kirby's, uh, name on them, did not sell super well, presumably because it was a a kind
1: of- Weird space stuff? Difficult
0: to understand. Yeah, you know, it was a- he made up a ton of brand new weird characters- with their own very complicated lore, uh, and, uh, it turns out, uh, that, the people were not as into it as, uh, Jack Kirby was. Um.
1: Sorry, Jack.
0: Sorry, Jack. Listen, you know, Ava, they, they, they're, they're having, they're having a comeback. There, there are some people, some people holding strong. Um, but he ended up returning to Marvel, where he was like, I have an idea, what if I did the same thing again? (laughs) (laughs) Um, this is truly, never, never let anyone tell you, uh, you stick too much to one thing, because Jack Kirby is possibly the most beloved comics creator of all time. And truly, all he ever wrote
1: about were sad, weird gods.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, it's good, is the thing. Like, it's good. I Listen. do love sad, weird gods. He knew what his niche was. He
0: really got in there, and it was it was a good one, but weird. Um. So he came up with this idea for Marvel uh, about the Eternals, uh, who were initially, like, went through, like, a couple, like, name changes, rebrandings before the book actually came out, but it ed- it ended up being called the Eternals, um, and it was about a bunch of sad weird gods, so Initially, it was intended to be largely, like, a standalone thing, which the, the Fourth World New god stuff at DC was also, uh, and since then has been incorporated more into the Marvel mythology. Uh, truly, we have been filled with so much chaotic energy every time we try and record recently
1: every single time every time
0: without fail there's a
1: full moon uh i think it's almost the equinox if not the equinox
0: i think i i don't think it's today but i think it's very soon so truly no one can blame us for whatever is happening
1: it is on wednesday
0: Oh! So, there you go. Uh, anyways. So, Eternals, initially intended as kind of a standalone thing, later incorporated more into the Marvel Universe proper, uh, which introduces sort of the same dilemma (laughs) that's being faced now with the Eternals being introduced to the MCU for the first time, is where have these guys been?
1: (laughs) If they've been...
0: uh, Yeah, you know, if they're extremely powerful, and they've uh, been alive for an extremely long time, uh, they were just vibing, alright? It's fine.
1: It's why Carol isn't there for a lot of the time. She's just, you know, out in space doing stuff. The space is big.
0: There's a lot of space out there. It's not all about you guys. Um... the eternals uh are the creation of another race of beings with a very self-important name the celestials mm. um so the celestials are um this is this is also sort of a challenging question is the hierarchy of godhood in the marvel universe the celestials are very very powerful beings who are basically gods they were the the first life forms ever to exist in the
1: universe um damn before bacteria
0: yeah the first the first ones uh There, there was, there was, like, a, 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 so, the Marvel Universe has an ultimate god, um, (laughs) called One Above All, or something like that. It's some, like, hyphenated name, like, One Over All, or the, the, the one who somethings, um, who is... The ultimate first creator of everything,
1: but who, then wouldn't that be the first life form? No, it's they're different. <laughs> That's
0: different for some reason. Um, no, nobody really conferred with each other about theology here. So there's <laughs>
1: this. <laughs> there's no rules.
0: There's no rules. So the one above all, or whatever is sort of um kind of a meta joke because he's when he's depicted it's usually looking like Jack Kirby so it's like oh like
1: creating the universe okay that actually is kind of funny
0: <laughs> yeah it is no it is fun um so there's that and then there's the celestials who were created by Jack Kirby jack kirby but also by the universe that existed before anything which was a it was just like the sentient omnipotent universe called the first firmament
1: but then wouldn't that that be the first life form
0: i no, i don't know i don't know i don't understand it
1: um if it's sentient It's alive! I'm sorry! (laughs) This is-
0: I- Look, take it- do not take this up with me. I really- I was- I was really wrinkling my brain figuring this stuff out. Um, and the- the Celestials were created by the first firmament to serve it. Um, but they sort of rebelled because the the universe didn't want, like, change or evolution. And these guys did. And they became the Celestials. And, um, there's a whole bunch of them. And they all have, uh, names like, uh, Ashima the Listener. And Devron the experimenter.
1: I thought for um, a second you were going to say, and Deborah. And
0: Deborah. And Jeff. Uh, Marazov the penitent.
1: Um. Also, when you say a bunch of these guys, do you mean like ten or like thousands? They're. M- m- tens, dozens. Dozens. Probably. Okay.
0: Do- dozens that we know of, um...
1: And they all have names?
0: They all have names.
1: Mr. Kirby. I
0: don't, I don't know, I don't know if Mr. Kirby... I mean, looking at these, they sound like Jack Kirby-ass names. I don't know if he named all of them. I'm sure some have been introduced or conceptualized since then that other people named, um... But he did, he made a bunch of them, and I think he he gave them names, and there's too many. (laughs) There's too many of these dang guys. And also, um, every, uh, every time the Celestials, uh, come to Earth, it's referred to as, like, a host. So, like, their, like, first, like, appearance on Earth is called the First Host, and you know, the second host, et cetera, et cetera. And that's just Neon Genesis Evangelion. <laughs> so, jot that down. Um, but so the, the Celestials exist and they had a hand in creating life and existence. And then there are also... Like, other extremely powerful god-like entities, like Galactus, um, and then there are also, like, gods, like, mythological gods who are, like, real (laughs) and exist on Earth in the Marvel Universe, um, who are, I think, pretty decisively not as powerful as these gods.
1: Well, these are space gods.
0: These are space gods, which is an extremely high level of god. Um, so, the the hierarchy is very strange. Um, it's also very funny. If you, like, look up, like, I, I was looking at, like, the list of cosmic entities in the Marvel Universe to be like, how many frickin' gods do you guys have? Um... And one of them is just Franklin Richards. Yeah. Yeah. Just, he, just on there he's, with all the other guys.
1: He's so powerful. He he made he made himself up there. Is Billy yeah. on there?
0: The Demiurge is on there. Okay. So, sort Technic- of.
1: Technically, yes.
0: Technically, yes. Technically.
1: Technically. Um, God. <laughs> uh,
0: so. During, um, the first host, uh, which initially is established as happening during the Stone Age, uh, of
1: the Earth? Earth? Yes. Okay.
0: Yeah, I know. Right?
1: It's like- Space has just been around for so long.
0: (laughs) Space has been around for so long, and the first time they came to Earth was- during the stone age and then since then they've come to earth way more times than that what um, if,
1: like i know that this is kind of meta because i'm sure this is like the subconscious drive for this but what if aliens just really think that earth is interesting
0: <laughs> what if space gods just like can't get enough of frickin' Earth?
1: Like, this is just like they there's a bunch of planets and they look at Earth and they're like, okay, but look at that one. That one's wild. Look at that. That one's fucking whack. There's dinosaurs. Like, you ever seen a see dinosaur before? On. Let's go. Yeah. Oh, we missed the dinosaurs. Dang it. Oh, Fuck, that was so fast. We gotta get over God. there before something else happens. We took too long deciding on whether or not we wanted to go see the dinosaurs. A meteor beat us to it. <laughs> Guess we'll um, see these, like, early people.
0: Uh, yeah, they're fine. Could be better.
1: Could have bigger uh, teeth.
0: <laughs> uh, well, good news.
1: Did they uh, give them bigger teeth? <laughs>
0: I mean, some of them technically.
1: Ooh. Uh,
0: So the the Celestials come to Earth during the Stone Age and um, take uh, all of the early proto-humans and experiment on them. They do do genetic experiments, which is weird.
1: (laughs) Why? Because you're (laughs)
0: gods and you know and can do anything. And, like, presumably you could just, like, make new people, or just point at them and be, like, be different now. Or, like, just have made different stuff to begin with.
1: Um, but these- I feel like this also just goes deep into, like, ooh, the aliens are gonna come down and abduct us and do experiments on us. Because we're so interesting. But what if it was early humans?
0: Yeah, and the aliens were also gods who, like, created life in the universe.
1: Yes. Um. <laughs> what if that, but spicier? And a little yeah. bit more incomprehensible.
0: <laughs> Pretty much exactly that. Um, so they do genetic experiments on these early humans, and create, basically they have, like, the majority of humans are regular, (laughs) and then they create, uh, one sort of offshoot, uh, who are the Eternals, uh, and then a second, another offshoot, who are, become the enemies of the Eternals, called the Deviants um do you think yes
1: sorry do you think that anybody has like looked at this and was like okay but what if we bring this energy to the x-men comics
0: (laughs) i mean probably yes
1: turns out one of the eternals uh got away and all mutants are related to this one guy oops oops sorry we made mutant jesus uh-oh. Oh, no. Would it be mutant Jesus or the mutant missing link?
0: I was going to say, like, mu- mutant Adam and Eve.
1: That, um, yes. Probably better, but, yes. Which is mutant what- Adam. I
0: think, I think that's what I was thinking when I said
1: Jesus. <laughs> um, Fair.
0: But I was just like, who's the most famous Bible guy?
1: <laughs> uh, I gotta pull a Bible reference. Uh, ah, Jesus. Beans. Um, so they make, they make the
0: Eternals, who are, um, super cool, powerful, long-lived sexy humans, and then they also (laughs) make, they don't make them sexier, I guess, (laughs) but
1: I think it's, when you have, (laughs) when you have. (laughs) They select it for sexiness. Yeah, <laughs> they picked only the sexiest people to do experiments on, cause they're like they're gonna be around for a long time.
0: <laughs> they gotta be hot.
1: They gotta um, be hot. We're gonna be looking at these guys for a while. Yeah, if they're not easy on the eyes, I don't know what I'd do. I don't not looking at I
0: them. <laughs> <laughs> they also make the second um sub-species, offshoot, whatever you want to call it, called, uh, the Deviants. Who, as you would expect from the name, are all like, weirdly mutated and gross looking. Um. (laughs) Why? Why? Great question! (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I don't know like what if they were i mean they're gods so i feel like they had to know but i don't know to the extent to which they were like this was intentional like let's make one cool one and one fucked up one or if they were just like oh no odd beans these ones we did these ones real bad
1: most of them are like okay we're gonna make really sexy ones and one of them's like but what if we did some gross ones though
0: (laughs) We did some gross little
1: fucked up guys, and they're like, I, I
0: guess.
1: I mean, sure. I guess if you
0: really want to, Deborah,
1: Deborah, you make a subcommittee to make some little deviants. <laughs> yeah. Um. So th- Deborah's this- <laughs> like, I love my weird kids.
0: <laughs> I love my weird sons. Um. Th- this is the first. <laughs> kind of weird thi- not definitely not the first and not kind of weird but one pretty weird thing about the Eternals is having a group of uh extremely conventionally attractive powerful people fighting a group of people called the deviants who are all weird little freaks <laughs> which is like a, a, it's it's like the subtext of like 90% of comics Yeah. Um, but just having it, like, spelled out like that, it's like, okay. Okay. Thank you. I've got a new comic
1: book idea. It's called The Deviants. It's totally original. It's about these weird little freaks who have to go up against these extremely conventionally attractive people who live forever. Yeah. And they're just trying to live. They're just trying to live their lives. They're like, I, I don't know, I tried to, it, it's like a, it's like a, uh, what they do in the shadows, like, mockumentary style. Um, they're just trying to, like, they're living their lives, they're going to the grocery store, they're making dinner, boom, a hot person breaks into their house, and they're like, the fuck, get out of here. Oh, God damn it! this again. I just put in a new door, and you break it down? Rude.
0: Um... God. So the, um, uh, the early Eternals, like the first generation of Eternals, are not actually Eternal, technically. Uh. What a misnomer. I know. But their, uh, their leader, or one of their leaders, uh, who's Name is Kronos, he gets into sort of a civil war with his brother, uh Uranos, who wants to be, like conquer like other, you know, inferior species. And they end up uh splitting off um Uranos's group goes to the planet Uranus. Interesting. Um, I don't. I I don't know. It wasn't called that yet, so I don't if it ended <laughs> up being named after him
1: later. He he carved or Uranus's planet on the side, <laughs> and then when astronomers were looking through their telescope, they're like, "Oh, this one's labeled U- U- Uranus." Yeah, it looks like Uranus. And then Uranus is like, "No, um, dang it."
0: They're so close! Um, so this, this group, um, part of this group ends up leaving and settling on Titan, uh, the, the moon of Saturn, and one of the Eternals who settles there ends up, uh, Giving birth to Thanos, who is an eternal but a mutant one, which is why he's purple. (laughs) Um, and also,
1: why is this man? You know, ends up. Well, you know, he's a mutant. (laughs) He's got he's got the purple the purple mutation. (laughs) He's just purple guy but not the purple man that's a whole different character
0: no that's a whole listen that's a whole other thing he is a purple man but he's not the purple man obviously (laughs) uh so thanos then you know later ends up uh killing the other eternals who were there uh this group also while they're traveling to titan they uh like have a run in with a kree ship and then like f- discovering the eternals and finding out how they were created gives the kree the idea to do experiments on humans which is how the inhuman's get created
1: <laughs> they're just um, sitting down just sitting down around a space campfire and they're like Man, what's your guys' story? And they're like, "Oh, some gods came to Earth and experimented on us and now we're just like out here living like this." And the Cree are like, "Hmm, interesting, interesting." So, where's Earth? And there's there's <laughs> there's more of you guys there? Not like you guys, you guys, but like what what were you before? Humans. Oh, okay. So there's like more more humans there? Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Hmm. Interesting. Anyway, good luck on your journey. <laughs> <laughs> this fun. will be relevant
0: to us later. Bye. Have fun on your
1: trip. Thanks for the stories. <laughs> um
0: yes. So anyways, that all happens. The main group um that uh stayed on Earth um they have their own secret, uh, city that they live in, and Kronos is doing these experiments with cosmic energy, which eventually, well, causes a a big explosion and destroys the city, but it also leads
1: to all of the
0: Eternals getting more powerful.
1: Uh Uh-oh. Are they eternal now?
0: Now they're eternal.
1: Okay. Now they're officially eternal. Um,
0: so they basically, the fun thing about quote unquote cosmic energy is you can just do whatever you want.
1: It's just energy from the cosmos. <laughs>
0: yes. Um, so basically, it gives them like complete control over their like physical being. So they can't die, they can't age, they can't get tired. Um they can't get sick or cold. Um they can't uh they can't get injured.
1: Could they if they wanted uh, to?
0: They could if they wanted to. It's um, just like
1: man, you know what I haven't had in a long time? The flu. <laughs> Let's just see what that
0: one's like.
1: (laughs) You're just, like, in the middle of the flute. Oh, I fucked up.
0: Oh, why'd I do this? I could have avoided this whole thing. I forgot how bad it was. It's been too long. Um, yeah. So, basically, there's no way, uh, to kill them. At one point, it was like, oh, probably they could die if literally all of their body's molecules were completely scattered. Um, and then it's like, actually, no, it turns out if you completely disintegrate them, they can still regenerate.
1: (laughs) Their molecules will find each other again.
0: Exactly. It's beautiful.
1: Um, and
0: Also because of this, you know, uh, cosmic energy, um, they can channel it into basically a limitless number of, uh, superpowers. Um, all, the whole, the whole shebang, strength, flight, speed, uh, energy beams, mind control... Uh, teleportation, force fields, like, projecting illusions, um, anything, basically anything. Um, some of them have, like, used, uh, like, used their power to, like, really focus on getting extremely good at one thing. So you get some who are like, this is the speedster one, or like, this is, you know, the, uh, the shape shifting one, even though they are all capable of doing
1: (laughs) the same stuff. Um, I mean, sometimes you know exactly what you want to do.
0: Yeah. Sometimes you, you have, you have a thing, uh, and you, uh, you stick with it.
1: And if you want to go fast, you go fast. I would be the shapeshifter one, though.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's good. Uh, a lot of them are named, like, have very similar names to gods and mythological figures. Um, which I think is largely for the aesthetic. Um, but it's also, like, a lot of them were either, uh, you know, like, they were that mythological figure, or they were, like, you know,
1: took on the name
0: of of that mythological figure.
1: I just love Um, the idea of somebody, like, I'm gonna pretend to be Loki. I hope he doesn't show up.
0: (laughs) I boy, I mean, I am probably objectively more powerful than him, but I just don't want to deal with him. It's gonna be be a whole so
1: annoying. Um, like one of
0: uh the main ones uh who's like their leader for a long time is uh Icarus, but I K A R I S um who was. He's not Icarus.
1: He, um... He did not fly too close to the sun. It would not have killed him.
0: It simply could not kill him. Also, what does he need
1: wax wings for? He could fly if he wanted to.
0: He could fly. He is Daedalus. And Icarus is his son. And he's so sad about his son that he renames himself after his own son.
1: That Um, would be wild.
0: Yeah, it's wild. Um, there's one, uh, one of them is Athena, who was. She's not Athena. Athena does exist and is a separate person. But she, like, uh, she stood in for Athena, like, on some different occasions.
1: Um, that. She. Th- I don't know too much about greek mythology but i know enough that like you should not impersonate any of the gods i mean you shouldn't a- athena was she's... just like hey Athena." yeah our she's... names are super similar i'm not jealous about that at all anyway you wanted to go hang out up here i'm gonna go on a week-long retreat yeah
0: it's fine i guess um they like they they strike some sort of treaty with the Olympian gods where the Olympians are like, yeah, fine, we can all be gods, Uh but you guys have to go talk to mortals when we don't feel like it. <laughs> um,
1: okay. There's
0: also, the speedster one's name is Makari, um, like Mercury, who <laughs> was like, uh, he's like retconned As having been a superhero in the 40s. Um, like, they just take, like, a golden age superhero and be like, that was him. (laughs) He got bored and decided to just be a superhero. Um. I mean, why not? (laughs) Why not? Um, there's, uh, uh, Cersei, but S-E-R-S-I, uh, who was introduced later she's not one of the jack kirby ones um but they do retcon her as having been a prior appearance of Circe with a c the the greek mythological figure they're like that was actually her but um she is my favorite just based on the research i've been doing so far <laughs> because her thing is being um extremely good at uh transmutation obviously cersei turns people into animals um but she all she wants to do is party which is like honestly good for her she like she just wants to live around people and party all day
1: fair i feel like i would be too tired but (laughs) she doesn't have to be tired if she doesn't want to be
0: Cannot get tired.
1: I want to know what that's like. (laughs) God,
0: God, I wish that were me.
1: Um, so, all,
0: all, all of these Eternals are just around. Um, they, uh, protect Earth largely in secret. Um, they've had, uh, it's established that, like, they had an encounter with Thor, like, at some point, like, a thousand years pre, like, Marvel continuity, um, but they, like, erased it from his memory. And the original Jack Kirby series establishes all of this lore, (laughs) um... And, you know, introduces, like, them and their, like, struggle against the Deviants. It doesn't last super long, um, again, because it's really esoteric and confusing (laughs) to get into. But, uh, there have been a couple sort of, uh, revamps. Since then, um, again, it's a very dense concept and a little bit hard to incorporate into Marvel lore. There was one, um, miniseries in, like, uh, the mid-80s. There was a, um, like, a one-shot where they fought, um, Apocalypse, uh, there was a reboot for marvel max which was their sort of like uh dark dark and edgy um imprint uh that like reimagined them as a much uh grimmer version um and in the mid 2000s neil gaiman uh wrote a mini-series that John Romita Jr. did the art for that was semi-rebooted things. It, like, established, um, showed a bunch of the Eternals living on Earth, just, like, living normal human lives, uh, with no memory of being Eternals. And then established that, like, one of the Eternals, named Sprite, um, who looks like a ten-year-old child, even though they're immortal, had, like, done this uh, to all of them and erased their memories and also, like, messed with their perception of time. I think to introduce the idea, like, if we want to say they've been around since before the Stone Age we can, um, and it's also, I think here, they introduce more of the concept that's, like, they have, like, programming that keeps them from, like, harming or acting against the Celestials, which I, I do think, I do think is kind of fun. Um, I like, uh, extremely, Powerful people angsting about their relationship to even more powerful people. Um, but that's, uh, that's sort of kind of the update for like modern Marvel continuity. Um, during, uh, I forget what, what event it was. There was a recent ish event that involved, like, a bunch of dark Celestials, uh, where all, uh, all of the Eternals were killed, um, because they discovered that, uh, they weren't, the Celestials were actually just, like, using humanity, um, to, like, protect the Celestials against their enemy. (laughs) called the Horde, and this knowledge, like, they all, they all went mad with the knowledge and, like, killed themselves and each other, but they're unkillable, so they came back, obviously. (laughs) I don't know why they thought it would work. Um, they, uh, they got, uh, there's a a new standalone series that I think started earlier this year, um, because the movie's coming out. Uh, But, um, yeah, they, they've been, they have, for extremely powerful, uh, people who can do basically anything and can't die, they haven't been in a super lot of stuff. Like, you think you would have seen them in more, like, crossover events and stuff, and I think lately that's happened a little bit more. Like, I think they got, like, at least referenced during, like, King in Black, Uh, but there was, there seems to be a lot of stuff that they are simply not present for.
1: Do you think that Mm -hmm. it's just because people are like, one, this is Jack Kirby's baby. Yeah. We're not going to mess with Jack Kirby's baby. Two, Jack Kirby's baby is really confusing and I don't know what it wants. I don't know what it needs. (laughs) I should not be taking care of Jack Kirby's baby.
0: I think I I think I think that's, that's pretty that's pretty valid.
1: Hey, yeah. do you want Jack Kirby's baby to be in your comic? No.
0: No. I don't no. I don't get I don't get it and it scares me. <laughs> I mean, it didn't it didn't stop people from doing stuff with dark at DC, but it did Stop a lot of people from doing a lot of stuff with the rest of the new gods. That's why least... they were like, okay, this is just the most evil guy. We can work with that.
1: We could the do a big scary these... evil man.
0: Yeah. The rest of these, they got some weird stuff happening. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know.
1: Um,
0: but, uh, yeah, that's, uh, a, a brief overview of the Eternals. If it was confusing for you, that's not you. It was confusing for me, and I think in general it is confusing.
1: Jack Kirby loves to make new lore.
0: He loves lore. I can't comprehend it. You know, more... May his memory be be a blessing, you know. Thank God for you, Jack Kirby, but I do not understand it. (laughs) <laughs> um anyways did did you have anything any comics anything else to discuss
1: i read a singular comic oh this morning wow <laughs> i picked up blue and gold number two on oh. saturday
0: yes and, i saw
1: them and i'm just like i should read this before record <laughs> um it was good booster gold got to be a damsel in distress for like the first three pages that's really ideal um i'm excited for everything to go terribly wrong in this little (laughs) mini series
0: (laughs) yeah me when i see my 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 two baby boys who i love like boy oh boy (laughs) i can't wait for you to just get fucked up
1: I mean, it's it's already kind of happening. It's, uh, yeah. boy howdy. Booster Gold went ahead and did something before it was guaranteed, and Ted's like, N- stop. <laughs> 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 You've just written uh, a check we cannot cash. God. God,
0: I adore them.
1: I'm excited to see them try to cash this check, though. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's the blue and gold motto. I sure am excited to see them try.
1: Yep. Did you read any comics? Um, well, I mean, I, read... I know you read some comics. I saw it on the Discord.
0: Yeah, you saw it on the Discord. <laughs> I read some more X Factor. I read the volume of X Factor where they all go to Las Vegas. Um, except for Richter, who's, uh goes with Rain to get uh, the ultrasound for... Her baby that he thinks he's the father of because Rain very heavily implied he was the father of the baby, even though he is not. Um, and meanwhile, everyone else goes to Las Vegas, um, because they unknowingly got hired by Hella to recover her court jester and they felt really bad about it. So they go to Las Vegas where Hella is to rescue this man who they sent back with Hella. Uh, and Shatterstar fights a bunch of pirate actors, and Jane Foster shows up and goes, "Hey, don't try to find Hella. You guys are in way over your heads. The worst thing in the world you could do is make yourselves seem like useful to Hella and attract her attention." And Jamie goes, like, that's a great idea.
1: Uh, <laughs> hey,
0: hey, Longshot, remember how I told you to stop using your luck powers to win in the casino? And Longshot's like, you sure did. And Jamie's like, okay, I take it back. Just do that as much as you can.
1: <laughs> um, We're gonna it cheat is, it's, in a way that is impossible for them to detect.
0: Uh, it is absolutely delightful. Um, my favorite arc of X Factor so far, probably just because it is so, so single brain cell energy. Um.
1: Richter has it and he's taking care of a baby that's not his.
0: Richter has it for once in his life. And he left to go emotionally support his ex-girlfriend, who asks if she turned him gay. And Richter has to be like, it doesn't work like that. And also, you didn't.
1: I keep forgetting <laughs> that in the comics, Rain isn't a lesbian.
0: i right. I'm looking at her. I'm like, come on. Are you, and
1: she, she, I look at her. And I'm just like what a weird conversation oh right 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 Oh um, yeah
0: um anyway i can't i, I can't do- believe
1: okay but now i do kind of want like a comic where rain comes out and like goes to richter and it's like i'm so sorry I'm that so sorry, i am about- so weird <laughs> you get it though right <laughs> and yeah, he's like listen- yeah yeah no i get it
0: we we both we both went through this. We were both weird about it. I'm sorry that I asked if I turned you gay, and also that I turned into a wolf and tackled your boyfriend out a window, <laughs> 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 and yelled, "What did you do to Richter?" Um, it's really good.
1: He's like, I wasn't good. in a good place. I was not. <laughs> I um, I was, I was going through it. Took t- took me a long time to. Break through some things and stop feeling yeah. intense guilt about the person that I am. Still working on um, it anyway.
0: It would also also this would be a very good uh concept because truly the most mortifying thing I can imagine is realizing that you are more repressed than Julio Richter. <laughs> You are less in touch with your own emotions than the most emotionally incompetent x
1: man <sighs> it's a support group of one
0: God, I love it um anyways that was that was my comic. I also did watch the Hawkeye trailer um, i. I still haven't.
1: I still haven't.
0: The so I'm excited. The trailer looked fun. They're ob- like they're obviously doing like the the Matt fraction, Hawkeye, just to, to some extent. Which I like, would
1: be surprised if they didn't tap into that energy. Yeah.
0: yeah, exactly. It's like you know the logo looks like that. It's Clint Kate. You, you know, obviously, like there is a lot of stuff in the trailer that seemed, like, pulled from the Matt Fraction Hawkeye. The thing about it is, you can't, you can't do the Matt Fraction Hawkeye when Clint is married with kids. Yeah. Like, that specific energy doesn't work.
1: No. Like, I, I do, like, I remember a theory after they revealed that, like, Clint has a wife and kids where they were like, it would be funny if it was actually Barney's kids. And he's just like pranking the Avengers. That would be very funny. Natasha's in on it. And, (laughs) and like, I, I was like, that would be very funny. And I hope that it's true. And then later they're like, no, no, it's definitely his wife and kids. And I'm like, dang it. His
0: his real wife and his real kids.
1: I'm like, that's a weird energy for Clinton Francis Barton to have. A successful marriage. Yeah.
0: Like you can't you can't have both. Like you can have
1: You can't have Matt Fraction Hawkeye and have him have a set like a successful marriage.
0: You can't. It it's it simply doesn't work. It, um
1: It would be so weird. Here's here's my AU, where Clint Barton has a successful marriage. Uh, yeah. Um,
0: but that being said, the trailer did look cute. Haley Steinfeld looks great. Um, also, it's coming out in, like, late November, and the whole thing takes place, like, during Christmas. So it's, like, obviously I'm gonna love it. Iron Man 3 is my favorite MCU movie. <laughs> <laughs> um... But yes, there's that. We've definitely we've gone long because I forgot there was a, a section at the beginning.
1: It's okay. It's probably <laughs> not as long as you think.
0: That's true. It is it is not as long as I think it is. But that being said, I've covered everything I wanted to. Um if you want to keep up with us, then you should follow us uh on the internet, on Twitter, Tumblr, uh, Instagram, uh, Facebook, we have all of those. Uh, you can send us an email to capesandjapes at gmail.com. Oh, also all of our social media is just capesandjapes. Uh, we have a discord server if you want to see me not get any more normal about Richter and Shatterstar literally once ever.
1: Um, Olivia was really in her honey nut filios.
0: I was in them <laughs> I turned into a different person <laughs> They're in love uh, Um But come to Discord Come to our Discord server and Witness that I guess Um We also have a Patreon Uh if you Want to support us on there You can uh get bonus content, watch stuff, help us pick what we talk about, um, you can, if you can't support us on Patreon, uh, but you want to help us out, a good way to do that is leaving a rating and review, uh, we will thank you on the show if you do so, um, telling a friend about the show if you think they'd be interested, if you have a friend who's like, what is up with this, eternals movie. You can be like, "Well, I don't know if this will make things less confusing, but here you go." Um, and just, you know, just coming back and joining us as you have done once again today. So, thank you for being here for this episode of Capes and Japes. I have been Olivia,
1: and I have been Briar, and as always, sorry that I was messing with uh cosmic energy. I did blow up the whole city, but hey, we're immortal now.
0: I just found out we cannot be killed.